Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. And we're back at it again. Prefer not to say podcast. I'm Boutique Paul. And I am Daddy Master Senpai. And today is another fun episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about envy. Yes. And the reason not we're going to talk metal about metal character. Yes, <laughs> 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 make it clear. We're talking about <laughs> being envious. And uh, yeah, I, I had the idea for this episode because two particular reasons. One, there is much envy to be seen of essential workers getting paid less than people on unemployment. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> it is definitely the vibe right now. I see it in like a lot of people, a lot of people that I wouldn't expect it from. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not playing on either side of it because I got the unemployment mm. and now I'm back to being an essential worker. So I'm just sort of appreciative for both. Like, Oh, I got a little bump and pay for a little while. Oh wait, I have a job I can go back to. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the definite, you know, uncertainty that comes along with it. People are like, Oh man, they're making all this money, but you know, <clears throat> they may not have anything in the future to go back to. So right. Let them enjoy it while they got it. I mean, they got it till July. I mean, the, <laughs> the stay at home order was extended. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, side note, speaking of things Corona related, what's the deal with uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw you post that, that doctor who's like raging because they keep doing these. Uh, was it the <laughs> flyover keep- tributes? Like, they- what? <laughs> and, <laughs> it's 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 all this uh, this this political posturing, you know, it's like, oh, well, we want to show our support for uh, the the heroes on the front line fighting COVID-19. And so they have fucking jets fly over hospitals. And it's like, why? Why are you doing You're spending this? all that money on fuel mm-hmm. and the and the salaries of the, of the pilots just to be like, mm-hmm. we support you. Yeah, just to fly overhead like, hi, peasants. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> it's like, oh, you can't just airdrop. You want to use those jets and airdrop mm-hmm. materials they need and equipment. The amount of money you spent to stage that jet and make it lift off, because that right there is probably a doctor's salary. I like how uh, it, it's almost like that meme. Uh, what was it? The someone's drowning and they have their hand up, and someone reaches mm-hmm. out for it. They just give them a high five. It's like, oh, we need materials and supplies. Air show. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. The air show is like the pizza party for those people, mm-hmm. except worse because they're not actually getting anything out of it. Yeah, it's it's. You're at, you're at work and they're like, oh, we're gonna celebrate everyone's hard work. So you, they take you on a on a they put you on a bus and they drive you to the parking lot of Craig's Cruisers so you can see someone else's pizza party. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why that dude's mad tilted. I I I always think it'd be funny joke. Um, next round of stimulus pay isn't just pay. It's just a it's just a, a coupon book filled with uh, coupons to every pizza place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> for whack ass deals like buy four get half a pizza free. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. like uh, excuse me if I'm buying four pizzas I'm pretty sure I'm not concerned with the cost. <laughs> oh man. Yeah the, uh, the second reason was um I think it was a bonus episode of Brief Mansion. An old friend of mine, Dallas, he's uh, making serious bank on OnlyFans, making six figures a month mm-hmm. now. And there are people who are big mad about it. For numerous reasons, I'm guessing. Well, one, a lot. Of, and anybody's going to be mad at anybody who's just posting pictures and making more than them. Because, you know, it's not a real job. 
oh man, sex work isn't a real job. Stop beating your dick to porn then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, but uh, a lot of the, there's a lot of hatred coming from other avenues as far as he, he mentioned in the, in the documentary he interviewed for and the episode he was in that, uh, and I only saw the trailer. I haven't watched it. I, I was thinking about it actually, cause it's like, it's like a part of a service. It's mm. like, I think like three ninety nine a month. I was like, I might have to see that just to see this episode, just see what, what more he's talking about it. But he says his, uh, his fan base is 15% female and 85% gay male. And there are people who aren't happy with that because he's not gay. And, and they think he's t- taking advantage of the gay fan base. <laughs> <laughs> he even says he's like I'm straight. He's like I support the gay community. He'll he'll like go to like pride events and stuff like mm-hmm. that to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of people, and there's a bunch of people who are like questioning his sexuality. Like they're like, oh, if you had, you don't have a problem with dudes looking at you naked, you must be gay or bi or something. It's like dudes making six figures. I don't think he cares who looks at him. Yeah, I mean, it's like oh, <laughs> if you're okay with someone looking at you, you must be gay. So every every uh, every gay individual on earth who's you know had straight people look at them, oh, they must be straight because or they must be straight because they're out in public and they're not being like, oh, don't look at me. The fuck? What do you mean? Also, it's a job. You know, I wouldn't care who is trying to look at me if they're paying me for it. I've said it before. I'll sell pictures of my ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, there's just so many people. Like he, there people are like you know reporting his posts on Instagram. It's happened like five times in the past, in like within the the week, and uh, they're saying like, "Oh, it, this violates guidelines." It's like he's not showing. It's like he's nude, but he's not showing anything. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Really?" It's like you guys are that mad. That it's mad. almost like the Belle Delphine thing, where that one person got her like banned from Instagram or her account like taken off of Instagram. It's like you're that mad yeah. that somebody's, you know, it's. I just don't understand. It's like you're that mad to where you're trying to inconvenience and make other people. You want other people to struggle just because you're not yep. at a place where you want to be. I find that so strange. That's 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 the shit that always like boggled my mind. You know, like I never agreed with it. Bella Delphine, she sold fucking bathwater. I think that's gross. But I mean, like people want to buy it. So you do you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, yo, I'm not knocking the hustle there. Mm-hmm. I should. We, how about why don't we question the dudes who are buying it? Mm hmm. Yeah, why is all this hostility coming towards the person who just saw an opportunity to profit? And why is it not aimed at the people who are, I don't know, funding this? Or maybe it should be aimed somewhere else entirely, like internally. And why the why the fuck you feel like you need to, you know, Im- impose your values on these other people? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like once the dollar is involved, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you, you shouldn't be making money off of this. Mm-hmm. I work a I work overtime all the time and get paid barely anything that's your fault buddy Mm. maybe you should pursue something else like working for yourself yeah and i think that's the thing it's like all these people independently making more money than people who work for big corporations Mm. who just have like endless amounts of money and they're like well well i shouldn't i shouldn't be have to deal with you getting paid more it's like he you're successful doing things on your own and you don't have to deal with the mental problems I have to deal with because my work is shitty. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there was a, I, I like stumbled upon an article of someone uh, who was a content creator on OnlyFans, And she said that she was, lo- she had lost subscribers. And I think it was, be- I think she thinks it's because like, you know, people don't have the money right now to mm-hmm. pay for it. And there are such people being like really mean about it. Like, well, get a real job. Then like, okay, look, hold on. It, are we really at that point 
where we're judging people on one thing that has it has nothing to do with you and is none of your business. And you're just like, get her, you know, and she even says, she's like, I don't have any skills. I don't have, you know, she, I mean, she's not a college graduate. It's like, well, she only has so on, many. Hold <clears throat> on, hold on. This, this person, uh, this person is a successful OnlyFans person, individual. Yeah. They, they sell content on OnlyFans and they were successful. They have a skill. They had to have marketed it in some way. Well, yeah, I think it's like, she doesn't have anything that's translatable into getting a regular nine to five mm-hmm. job. And I think it's this thing that people don't understand. It's like, you know, not everybody can just get, you know, you can't get whatever job you want. And it's like, are you going to settle for less just to work a real job? Mm-hmm. But that's the whole mentality. It's like, look, get a real job. It's like, is your job a real job? Hmm, I don't know. Is, I don't consider entry level. Le- I don't consider entry level work real. <laughs> I don't consider any work real. <laughs> it's all a simulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just the, just the hatred that Dallas has been getting for it, and it, it's one of those things. Is like, I'm kind of proud of it. It's like, oh man, dude, I remember this dude was a when this dude was a kid because like, I mean, I go go back pretty far as far as knowing him because I was friends with his brother in middle school. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think further than middle school, like, like right before, like, I think I, you know, I don't know when he was fifth grade and maybe met him. That's young. <clears throat> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> Turned 29 this year. But yeah, I just, it, it's always amazing me when jealousy want, you, you know, you wish the worst on somebody just because you don't have what they have. And I just, it just boggles my mind. It's like, can we not be happy for people? Apparently not. Apparently you, know, apparently, you can't be satisfied with other people blowing up. But the other side of it is you Unless can't. Unless they're like a ridiculously huge celebrity. Then people lose their fucking minds. Right. <laughs> well, it's it's also that weird thing. It's, you know, maybe this, maybe that kind of mentality is a reason why a lot of successful people aren't as really quick to help other people. I mean, it's like anytime you see somebody who even hints that they might do something like, oh, this is a PR stunt. You know, when I'm successful, I'm not going to help anybody. And when you complain about it, I'll be like, okay, do you want me to do this? At the very least, even if I am doing it for publicity, I'm still helping people, right? Yeah, but I mean, okay, so when it comes to the... I'll just say this. If it's an if it's an individual, I'm generally okay with it. You know, I don't I don't have any problems. I don't pull start pulling the whole oh it's a PR stunt thing. But when it's a giant soulless corporation, then I was like, mm. oh yeah, well obviously obviously <laughs> that's, yeah. I, ob- yeah obviously that's a more yeah. of a ploy. When a, when like a celebrity's like oh they're donating X amount of millions of dollars to whatever fund, it's like look that shit was going to be in the public whether they wanted it there or not. They're a celebrity. Kind of comes with the territory. You know, there's plenty of millionaires out there that that donate money to uh, foundations or whatever, and they do all this good work and nobody knows about them, you know, but that's they're not famous. Right. I I I think it's like the the industrial age caused so much progression, but gave sort of a regressive mentality to so many who just don't understand there's something outside of the cycle of the everyday job. Yeah. That's that's the American dream. Career, family, kids. Yeah. Die at the end of it all. <laughs> Career, family, kids, death. Ugh. I saw work, that when I was young and I was like, that's mad work, depressing. Works too I'm not hard for too many hours and too many days. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, was that I worked uh, this week as the time of recording this. By the time this comes out, it will it will have been a little bit past it. But I worked uh, 48 hours this week mm-hmm. just to try to get caught up because everything got backed up because of all the stuff going on. And it just made me think. There are people where this is normal, yeah. where they work just long hours. It's like yeah. I've never really worked consistently long hours like this. It's just, it's just amazing. I'm just like, man, 
we need to force a change in this because this is not it. I mean, it's it's kind of what happened uh, with the labor movement all those years ago. You know, the reason we even have 40 hour work weeks is that people are like this is too much. Well, yeah, well, it was because uh, they fought for because there were people working 10 to 12 hours a day to 14 sometimes, even kids. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I found out Henry Ford was the one who standardized the 40 hour work week. And mm-hmm. then that and then because of that, Congress passed that as a law. <clears throat> and now we're learning like, oh, that doesn't really work either. Mm-mm. I mean, it does kind of, but it's like, you know, long hours don't mean more productivity. Yeah. Like it, it's proven that you don't, you're not working the entire eight hours, even though that's how it's treated. Also, what's the point of the 40 hour work week when everybody's working 50 plus hours every week anyways? You're not, you don't have a 40 hour work week if you're just working overtime all the time. Yeah. Oh, which, which gets to the other thing, uh, you know, I think envy as far as uh, the different uh, brackets of salary are concerned. Yeah. Um, One point I'd like to bring up is like the, the labor envy, you know, the people who are like, Oh, I worked 60 plus hours a week. You should be thankful that you only worked 40, whatever hours. It's like, come on, man. If somebody, if somebody's used to working 20 hours a week and they're like, man, I I had to work so hard. I worked 30 hours this week. I would be like, damn dude, that's crazy. Cause that's like more than what you're used to. I feel for you. I wouldn't care if I was working 60 plus hours a week. I would be like in that part from that person's perspective. That's a lot. You know, it's almost like that. It's like that uh, Don Draper meme that says, oh, you were 40 hours this week. I remember my first part time job. (laughs) (laughs) I see shit like that. And I'm like, I mean, if you want to be that cynical asshole, then yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Or um, I don't know. I remember. uh, Years ago, I had this problem with people getting conveniences that I didn't get and, you know, they didn't deserve it, or at least from my perspective. Well, I mean, when we start talking about what 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 each individual does and doesn't deserve, then it's kind of like ambiguous territory. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, it's like, you know. What's an example? Somebody would hook somebody up with a job that I could have used. And this person, it's like, hold on, how do I rephrase this? It's more so people like to hook people up who aren't quite up to snuff. I'm doing everything right. And I'm kind of shafted in multiple territories as far as socially, where it's like, there's there's like, oh, well, you don't, you don't have this issue or, you know, you're more capable than this person. It's like, I always hated that because I'm like, no, they're just a lazy piece of shit. That's why they are where they are. You you mean to say that you mean to say that you're envious that an opportunity was afforded someone else who who doesn't put in the work that I do right yeah that that's what I'm talking about okay it, it, it's almost it's almost like kind of it's like you used to have a problem being envious of people who had the convenience of being able to stay at home yeah I did and I was like this 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 is this is bullshit but I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just kept on trucking. That's what I do. Or it's like the thing, um, you know, people who are jealous that, you know, they went to college, but they don't have the job they wanted. But somebody who didn't go to college is doing so much more su- or is so much more successful than them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you know, at, at that point, it's like, well, you should have evaluated it. Yeah. I mean, you learned your lesson, you know, that <laughs> did not a, turn out the way you wanted that's it to be. That's a rough lesson to learn. <laughs> you go through like four to six years of college and you're like, this really wasn't it. 
Hey man, I mean, if if we're if we're gonna scale it, you know, I went through like my whole life realizing that just because your blood, your blood, that doesn't mean they're shit, you know. So I spent like 18, 20 years learning that lesson, you know. But that doesn't make me like any worse off than somebody who spent four years uh, learning the lesson that college wasn't for them, you know. Right. It's all perspective. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Or what else? I had something on my mind. To- also but i forgot what it was yeah it's just you know it's really interesting to see oh no here's one uh people who are jealous of people who are often a very luxury based person like they're always traveling or something like that or they always have nice things and it's funny because these people are often ones who just blow their money and have no security Mm -hmm. yeah when i see stuff like that i don't i I won't say that i get exactly envious because like i mean i don't like to travel like that anyways i get curious i'm like how and you how are you affording this what do you do like i start asking questions well then you find out they have a bunch of credit card debt (laughs) yeah then i'm like ah i see not worth it (laughs) it's those people who value quote unquote experiences over everything else Mm -hmm. and it's like well maybe if you set yourself you know and, and actually it's funny because People and their younger people have this problem. It's like, why not maybe put the work in until maybe your late 20s, then do the traveling. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do you have to do all this traveling when you're young? Young people, like they live too fast and they have this perception that things just move too quickly. It's like, honestly, after my 20th birthday, time kind of slowed down for me. Like I had this idea. It was just like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm 28. I could potentially live another 70 years like that. Put it in perspective, like wait, hold on. I don't need to accomplish everything right away or do all these things right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's I plenty mean, of time you're on your own journey, you know, you're on your own timetable. Like if, if, if I didn't achieve my dreams until two years before I died, I wouldn't be unsatisfied. I just be like, that's cool. You would have attempted. To- <laughs> you, you made the attempt. <laughs> I would have been like, I, I spent my whole life doing what I wanted to do. And in the end I got there, you know, it doesn't matter as long as I got there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it jealousy and envy is a really weird thing because it's like mm-hmm. it's not needed and there's there's always like so many different factors for why it happens. I think it's the overexposure helps too much. You know, the the mass interconnectedness of social media. Like you got to be able to temper that stuff yourself cuz like otherwise yeah. you're just seeing everybody out here living their best life, blowing up, doing whatever and you're just like, "Why not me?" You know, you, de- you kind of develop this woe is me attitude instead of just, you know, being where you're at and doing what you can do. You know, we also don't you don't see the behind the scenes. People only look at things for the absolute mm-hmm. visual. It's like, no, they're not really living this life. Most of them are creating perception or if they really are living that life, they worked really hard to get there. I'd, that's one. that's one of the it's one of the things I like to bring up often, you know, be, because I mean, look at me. What does it seem like I do? Nothing really. That's just because I don't talk about what I do. Right. Yeah. As on the surface, from the outside, when people see Greg, they're like, "That dude just kind of hangs out and plays video games." That's because that's what I want you to see. I don't need you to know what I'm doing. You know. Right. But that's. I mean, there's a, there's only so much you should. There's only yeah. so much information you should be giving about yourself anyway. You can't be envious if you don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that is that is very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that's why I keep, uh, you know, I, you know, I think there's just so much too many people are too open nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the biggest pitfall of social media. It's like you, you pour everything of your fiber and being into this platform. You know, it's kind of it's it's 
it's I think that's kind of why I'm like super open about like all my uh I'll say like personal habits, you know, all the stuff that I put out on social media, you know, like my my willingness to talk about all the stuff that people tend to keep behind closed doors, shit like that. But I, I think that's really just so people don't have the time to ask me about any of the uh, important stuff that I keep to myself. You know, nobody nobody tries to, you know, inquire, like, oh, how's Greg's credit? What is his finances looking like? What's what are his plans for the future? It's like can't think about that if we're out here talking about sex work and shit (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about we're talking about doing feet pics and selling them for money (laughs) yeah that's that is true you know i do think um people don't value privacy like they should Mm -hmm. also it's like i don't know i think it's it's funny it's you know, we're in a time where people just love to not mind their own business, mm. but they are perfectly fine minding their own business with certain things. It's like, oh, just who you are as a person. That's fine. What What's all this information, though? I need to know all about that. <laughs> what's all this other information? What, what What did you do? What are you doing? How much money do you have? What do you make? What do you do this? And, that? and it's like. Yo, uh, with a generation that's so like, I just want to be me. We're all so many people are nosy and trying to like worry about what other people's businesses. That that uh, that is a good point. You know, with 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 the whole I'm just tra- like acceptance thing. You know, like everybody's just trying to be themselves. Well, I mean, are we really going to accept the people who are just like, well, what if it's like, okay, let me take a few steps back. When you're accepting of someone's like desires or who they want to be or what type of person they are, they're like, I want to be xyz thing doesn't matter um what about the people who are like i want to be a corporate titan and step on necks and become a trillionaire like are we going to be accepting of that person's wants and desires you know no i mean if you're garbage let him be garbage <laughs> that's what i say that's why it's like you know i don't i don't pass judgment on all these billionaires because it's like you know society society made it possible for that to happen that's mm-hmm. the, that's the thing people don't realize it's like look you guys regardless you guys being against corporations that does not stop you from being the biggest consumers of any mm. generation 100 i bet you're all sitting really cozy ordering all the stuff you want off of amazon right now because you can't go out <laughs> Yep. as much as i disagree with like the the practices of the exceedingly wealthy and i'm all like eat the rich and stuff i'm still like you know i wouldn't have this and i wouldn't have that <laughs> without them so like i'll just tolerate their existence that's why i said in that one episode where i was just like it's like i'm not concerned with how people are as people you have to look at you have to evaluate the developments and the accomplishments aside from that because it's like you know Mm -hmm. it's like i i'm more than willing to separate the artist from the work because there is a different side of it that you're not acknowledging that has been a plus Mm -hmm. i mean it's you know there's people it's like amazon doesn't pay, pay taxes that's terrible but yet you got like five packages coming to you like once a week from through Amazon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a little fucked, but like, what can you do about it? Yeah. I mean, until, until, until the right person gets into the position of power to change mm-hmm. that, you know, and no, and nobody ever wants to be that person. They want to talk all day about how things need to change, but they don't want to, they don't want to take the steps necessary to build themselves to the point where they're th- at that point. Right. You know, I mean, and it's funny because like, you know, even rich people get jealous of each other. That's the part that blows my mind. It's like you have everything, but yet you want more because this person has more. (laughs) It's like the chain of (laughs) there's always a bigger fish (laughs) and you want to be the bigger fish. That is amazing. You know, just to just to think, just to comprehend being like already (sighs) immeasurably wealthy and being like, you know what? I don't have a yacht on a yacht on a yacht like this person. (laughs) 
let me go buy that or let me go do what I need to do. I'm upset. I need this. <laughs> I don't have a yacht shipping ship <laughs> that houses six yachts at once. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have my yacht with a full pool where I paddle around in a little paddle boat. I'll tell you one time where I'm going to be extremely envious and I'm not going to hold it back is if in my lifetime I see somebody with a goddamn space yacht. <laughs> space uh, yacht. A luxury, a luxury space cruiser. I'm going to be like, fuck that person. That should be me. <laughs> space cruiser. That would be amazing. I won't hold that back. It's probably going to be Elon Musk, but still. <laughs> right? Man. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's like the psychology behind it, too, is weird. It's like it's almost you can't avoid it. Like envy is going to be around forever. Yeah. Or it, it, it makes me question, like, are we just hardwired to have it? Is it something that is like necessary to drive our species towards like progression? You know, like at some point you got to look at envy and you're going to be like, oh, well, this person has that and I don't. and I want it. And I mean, how many people get inspired to drive and push themselves to get that now that they have a goal in mind? Well, it's like competition is necessary for progression. That's that's the, that's like the unfortunate thing. Unfortunately, it's at the hands of these corporations. But competition is is necessary. I don't know. It's it's weird because it's unfortunate. It's like it's almost like the drive that kind of drive is necessary to push forward or actually accomplish mm. certain things. I mean, not in every case, but you know, I, I guess is how do you kind of utilize the energy? It's like you know, it's like why it shouldn't be envy. It should be something else. Or at the very least, you're just channeling it better. You know, you you have this 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 stoked flame, this this green envy building inside of you. Do you just let it sit and fester, or do you or do you you know do you let it chill and burn up your forest, or do you spread it out and you know utilize it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's I don't. It's it's just a really crazy time, especially with. There's, there's almost more of it going around nowadays because of the opportunities everybody can have as an individual. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the decades of industrial gatekeeping in any industry in that format, you know, it was really kind of broken down once the Internet became a thing. Because the, you know, the further the Internet progressed, the more power individuals had over things. Mm-hmm. Now I can, can connect to somebody and, you know the uk and be like let's collab on a project as opposed to you know just signing yeah. up somewhere with a co- with a company yeah honestly i yeah i'm kind of jealous of the people who were able to you know back in 95 96 who could just buy up bon- buy up a bunch of domain names and sell them off just because everything was new mm-hmm. just became just, just filthy rich because they're like i was the first person to get this website <laughs> I bought doctor.com. <laughs> no, I, I looked into, um, I actually looked into dot com trading mm-hmm. just to see what like the mechanics of it. And it was like, they're like, yeah, what you do is uh, the biggest thing you do is if anything has a sequel, buy up that domain name first. Mm-hmm. Like, like if a video game's going to have a sequel, make sure you buy that domain name. So they're forced to buy it from you. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of twisted that you that's, could just pull that. Or if, like, like really or, or if you foresee something becoming a movie, be like, oh, this, the movie.com. Yep. I mean, yeah, but uh, that's that's risky. You know, me personally, I wouldn't care how big my title was. If somebody like if I made kingdoms of go fuck yourself and then the sequel is about to come up and somebody bought the domain name for that, I'd be like, I'm just going to acronym it and use that. (laughs) Well, typically places buy up every domain name they can. Mm -hmm. That's why if you if you notice, if you misspell certain websites, they'll still go to the website. Interesting. 
I have not noticed that though. But I, I generally, I don't uh, type in ex- uh, specific domain names. <laughs> I Google to get everywhere. Oh. <laughs> So like, you man, take the extra it's, it's like it's, i want to make sure this is right google the website first yeah because it's like i mean if i misspell it then like i wasted my time whereas i can just type in whatever and i mean generally speaking if i don't uh like type in you know a full web address it just googles it anyway because i use chrome oh yeah because mm-hmm. chrome because google's built in the chrome mm-hmm. but i i mean that's how i that's how i do it and i, I never wound up on a bad site hmm I mean, I wound up on some bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Got a little browser history. <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's about uh, time for a water break. Mm-hmm. So everyone grab that water. And delete your browsing history. <laughs> and we're back mm-hmm. nv part two why was i not first uh, oh, that's, oh, that was genius <laughs> and it was improvised oh mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah um actually i think this section would be a good point to talk about uh envy when it comes to friends and family because mm-hmm. that seems to be where a lot of people get it the most i mean i the whole family thing i don't know but we oh, all know yeah, that. I I mean, know. That's, that's, uh, that's more so you have a little bit of a different experience when it comes to like family relations than most people. Yeah. So no, yeah. I just mean for so like friends and family where it's, you know, close acquaintances of any. Kind. Yeah. Or it's like they almost don't want you to succeed. And if you do, it's, you know, it reflects negatively on them. I, I, I may, I may not be the best, you know, best person to talk about stuff like this being, the case being that from my experience unless somebody's like talking mad shit behind my back i have like a very supportive uh friend group you know no nobody's really came at me and been like oh well or came at me with that envious energy for if anything all my friends and all the people i know have been like really supportive and been like yeah i'm gonna spread this shit out because we want you to blow up you know oh well that's good i mean yeah and i'm not so this isn't really to draw off of our own experiences this Mm -hmm. is more so like things that like we might have seen or just i mean i just listening to other things and like consuming materials i've consumed about people talking about their lives it's you know that you get a lot of this you know there's a point where it's like you know people almost try to set you up to fail Mm -hmm. i mean i was fortunate enough it's like you know i have a supportive family i have supportive friends you know you have supportive friends and it's you know I just wanted to preface it and be like, I don't really have a measure for this. But. Well, yeah, it's it's more so it's, you know, you know, it's kind of something like, you know, why this might happen. You know, it's like the, you know, mm-hmm. parents who like make sure their kids don't get too far ahead of them because they decided to not really you know, pursue their full potential. That's bizarre and, and extremely like self-destructive, you know, the, at least from my point of view, if you're trying to hold back your kids so that they don't, uh, you know, outperform you in life or exceed your wildest dreams then i'm just like you know that kid is going to resent you right at some right. point they're going to realize that you kept them from attaining what they could have attained and they're going to be like fuck that person but yeah or like jealousy between siblings mm-hmm. or just like envious like you know one minute you know i mean it, it's unfortunate that it happens it's like you know there is a structure in families where it's like you know they prioritize children mm-hmm. almost like by rank yeah, I mean, I will say I've experienced some of that being that I was the youngest of four, you know, 
Oh, oh that must be rough. That's yeah. your fourth in line. Dude. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's it worked the opposite way. You know, the youngest got treated the best. So the other three were all envious of the way that my parents, at least for a short time, gave a shit about me. You know. Oh yeah, at the beginning, you know, the especially when the new sibling comes around and it's mm-hmm. you know you're not they need the attention because you know they need to survive. <laughs> I'm eight. What do you want? From I mean, the me? first <laughs> up until school age, your job as a parent is to make sure they don't die. <laughs> for real, just like make sure they're okay and breathing every single day. Yeah, no. Well, there's also the there's also those kind of like inverse ones where like you know the youngest might they might get treated like garbage for whatever reason or, or or there's like the whole middle child thing or it's like the middle child is always treated the best. It's either they're treated the best or that they get the most shafted because they're not either or they're in the middle. Yep. That's why I find it weird when, um, you know, and this isn't to knock anybody, but I always find it weird when people want more than two kids because you could not, there's, there's less of a guarantee of a stable household when you have that many mm-hmm. people you know, I'd say it's, you know, it's like if you want one, that's fine. If you have two cool, because it's like, you know, they have somebody who can like you have a default best friend in that. Mm-hmm. Once you get into odd numbers or more people, it's like, you know, do you, have the, capacity to, do you, you have the capacity to actually handle this kind of environment? Yeah, I mean, it's going to it's when there's three people or more, it builds this environment where you can have two of them that like band together against the outsider from their perspective. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I or, if I was to have kids, I would cut off it too. And uh, or or it's like you know, if one might be you know might be proving to be a little bit more, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, to show a little bit more potential than another casting one, casting a shadow. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want a kid I was raising feeling like they were, uh, you know, living in the shadow of their sibling. Yeah, well, that and that also goes with like you know when you decide to have kids, mm-hmm. like the, like the further apart they are in age, the more that it's you know that gap gets. But yeah, it's like if you have like let's say your oldest is like super successful and does all this, and then you know you're you're almost measuring. Yep. It, you know the, the younger one feels like they're being measured by that. Like, oh, this is the expectation in the middle. By nineteen, your brother started his own company. What the fuck? It's like okay, mom, thanks. I'm by twenty one, he became a brain surgeon because he's a genius. <laughs> I can. I, I wonder what it's like for like younger siblings of like kids who are prodigies, or like younger siblings of extremely famous people, extremely yeah. successful famous people. I mean, and it's funny because like most families are literally just like all equally famous mm-hmm. for the most part. <laughs> Gotta love those celebrity families. Mm-hmm. It's it's why it's wild when it's like, how do you have that many good looking and talented people in your family? The like uh, like Stellan Skarsgård's kids, yeah. Like, how? <laughs> like, you made them in a laboratory. <laughs> you had to did. have. <laughs> they were engineered. <laughs> yeah, or um, or once you start to get to the age when you uh realize you might have to worry about things in that regard. Like, like kids growing up, you know, once you actually figure out, like once you have the capacity to feel envious of other kids, like, you know, mm-hmm. another kid might have something you don't. And you're like, why don't I have that? You know, like younger, it's like, you know, it's like, imagine the kid walking in class with them light up LA gears, those shoes mm-hmm. with the lights that walk around. You'd be like, wait, why don't I have a pair of those? <laughs> why, I, why I got some busted hand-me-downs from my older brother. I'm speaking to this as someone who had a pair of those LA gears that lit up. Mm-hmm. 
Those as a kid, those shoes were lit. It was just like light up, light up, walking around like, yeah. Anything that lit up was crazy. <laughs> Anything that made noise or had lights was always mm. like that's the go-to. Like I want this because it. It's funny because like now that we're adults, everybody's got this like stealth aesthetic. You know, everything's low profile. Everything's like all like but you don't want attention. It was, yeah. It's like all neutral. Nobody's got no light up sketchers anymore, and that's why we're all depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like adult light up shoes. Everybody be happier. <laughs> overload on that serotonin mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know I, I think it's um it's also you know it's kind of unfortunate when kids feel jealousy of things they don't have control over you can't control the means with which your parents can provide for you mm-hmm. the, like the kids who have you know their parents can afford everything versus the kids who can't and you're just like wow why don't i have that and it's like it's like you don't know if you should be questioning them or you question your parents like hey why don't you why are you guys at this place? Why uh, why can't you do more? That was that was a lesson I learned when I was real young. When uh, went over to a friend's house, you know, and they're like the their parents, you know, they got cars and computers and stuff, and they connect to the internet. And I thought that was the wildest shit. And then like I go home to like <laughs> the poverty stricken situation I was in, where like our home phone was a fucking uh, what's it called? A uh, a rotary phone? No, not a rotary oh. phone. The ones you you. A payphone. I, I don't know why I couldn't get to payphone. Wait, Our, yeah, yeah, payphone. Yeah, because we were in like government assisted living, and like the only ho- home or the only phone in the house was a fucking payphone. Yeah, I had this whole like I had this whole like uh this whole maneuver I had to do to contact my friends. I'd call one eight hundred collect right, and I talk in their numbers. Really fast. I'd be like, "Yo, call me back," <laughs> <laughs> and then I just wait. <laughs> That's crafty. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Uh, a payphone in your house. Mm-hmm. You're on assistance and you're forced to pay for a uh, payphone. <laughs> up on wealthy investor. Mm-hmm. That is mind blowing. Only has a, you go to a friend's house. They live in the future and you're stuck in the you know in the, the great dark depression. ages. Apparently, <clears throat> yeah, it's hard out here for like the the lower class. So if anyone's wondering like why I'm so like viciously anti super rich people, because I've been there. <laughs> oh man. Uh well it's it's also interesting to see like um the 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 successful people who've been there and they just like hoard everything because they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not going back. Mm-mm. Yeah, or it's like when uh um, you know, kids have nicer clothes than other kids. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I remember, you know, it's terrible. Uh, so I think, just, it, you know, schools should just go to uniforms because I, I know some kids are like, I know some school, some schools implement policies like you're not allowed to wear brand names at school because other kids feel bad. And it's like, OK, either that's, um, a, that's a bit ridiculous. That's a that's ridiculous in my, in my mind. Like you, you, you're authorizing specific brands based on that. If a kid comes into school wearing head to toe Yeezus, I'm not going to be like, man, he must have a lot of money. First off, I'd be like, he looks poor because <laughs> <laughs> Yeezus looks like shit. But Yeezy, oh, Yeezy, Yeezy season anything is just like where it's so weird because it's like it's not the typical stuff you would have assumed he would make because like when Kanye first came out he was wearing like he was really fashionable it was like like Louis Vuitton backpacks just because like mm-hmm. what do you need a backpack for he just rock a really expensive backpack nice polo shirts I just like to accessorize you know, he, he wore jeans that fit he because he wasn't like a gangster rapper and then he mm-hmm. like you know makes has these clothes made like what <laughs> 
Or like what he does with fashion shows where everybody in like burlap sacks and like homeless look. And I'm like, okay, this is not something we should aspire to be looking like. There are people who look like this every day. And, uh, you know, that's because they have to. Yeah, I never understood that, but. I don't, and, and it's like and it's uh and it's worse for kids because it's like your brain's still developing you can't differentiate like okay i have to understand that people have different means or people just live different lives it's like you have no control so you're like wait why do i live a shitty life mm-hmm. this person's living nice you know they can <laughs> they can eat craft mac and cheese <laughs> why am i eating meyer brand <laughs> And me has no age requirement. <laughs> when you're jealous about some mac and cheese, oh boy, got some other problems. I bet there's probably adults who who feel that. Like, how come you can buy Velveeta? Why? Why you got artisan? The fuck? <laughs> so why, wait, why is that the three cheese mac and cheese? What's wrong with the standard? <laughs> oh, mine ain't good enough for you. Oh, uh, or, or it's like it's amazing how jealousy like jealousy just has no age limit it's like you know older people who just get jealous over dumb stuff like, look you you have plenty of time to get your stuff together you know i believe that's where all the the back in my day stuff comes from like you know when, when they're like back in my day i had to walk uphill both ways through the driving snow to get to school and you're out here driving a car at 15 and shit it's like oh, are you just big uh, mad that you back, didn't have one back like, in your day society wasn't as developed deal with it <laughs> You were born on the wrong time period. <laughs> Back in your day, my friends didn't have rights. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Back in your day, I probably wouldn't exist because mm-hmm. interracial marriage was illegal. Mm-hmm. I'm only I'm only jealous of like I could buy a candy bar for a nickel. Why didn't those prices stay around and why do they have to increase? Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that? They're like, oh, yeah, fill up your gas tank. Twenty five cents, bitch, please. <laughs> right. Like, come on now. There's plenty of things to be jealous of from back then. Like you're mm-hmm. jealous that we have this. Okay, look, when you could buy a house for four dollars and seventy eight cents, come on now, man. I, you know, it is kind of funny. Like houses were like four figures back in the day. Like, I'm sorry, what? You got to walk around with a switchblade comb and not get shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think even black people were allowed to do that. Uh, I take that back. They weren't using the combs. They had the picks. Duh. Actually, I take that back. No, uh, it was. I think it was short style back then. Depending on how far we go back. I mean, I think the Afro didn't really come back until like maybe late 60s, 70s. All right, let's figure out exactly when the switchblade comb was invented. <laughs> and we'll just say, I just there. think like uh, old juvenile delinquents with mm-hmm. the pompadours slicked yep. back and the leather jackets mm-hmm. hanging out of the malt shop. Long greasers. <laughs> Is that an Can offensive we, term? Greaser? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Karen's offensive now. So well, fuck Karen. Um, no, they were proud of that back in the day. Can we bring back like classic juvenile delinquency? We got mm. kids killing kids. What happened to just like, you know, taking a bag of dog poop and lighting it on fire on the old man's house that everybody that's always cranky. Mm-hmm. Or you go under the highway and spray paint some shit. They yeah, just or, convicts or, or you reason to get outside. Or you're just like TPing people's houses. Mm-hmm. Not because you're getting shot. <laughs> old fashioned delinquency. You egg a house. <laughs> you egg a house. And that's like the worst that happened in your neighborhood. Modern day delinquency drive bys. <laughs> so dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the older people thing is really interesting. Um I <laughs> this wasn't a jealousy thing, but uh I remember it's it's funny backhanded comments older people will give. I was a, when I was over at the hospital one time, I was like, I'd finished up my tasks. 
I was like talking with somebody and someone's like, that almost sounds robotic. I have finished up my tasks. <laughs> yeah. I finished my tasks. Okay, like the robot. I, pl- I plugged in the recharge. Um, I was talking to somebody and, the, and this older dude was like, man, I wish I had your job. And um, cause I was just standing around talking to somebody. My first thought was to be like, Oh, you mean the job where I finished all my tasks early and I'm waiting for further instruction. But I was like, Nope, not going to do that. Mm. <laughs> like I, I was like, I had the capacity to just like, wait, who was it that asked you? That's what I'm curious about. <clears throat> It was an older person. It wasn't. An, it wasn't a manager or anything. No, I mean like, because it was. This was at the the hospital, right? Yeah, this is a hospital. This is a. This is one. Of, this is one of the other cooks. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was going to be like medical staff or something. I was like, man, I wish I had that job. It's like uh, you don't want the pay. <laughs> but I will tell anybody in any profession to kick rocks if they say some stuff like that to mm. me because it's like you know when you look at the metrics of it, your job isn't just completely fully working the entire time, and mm. I know that for a fact. Regardless of how much credit to doctors, find it kind of sketchy when they're constantly leaving the room when you got to check up when they just need to deliver you five minutes of information. Mm. I know you're not just working the whole time, and I know you don't always have fully fully stocked up with patients. Actually, I was listening to Super Duty Tough Work, and he asked a doctor once. I think he was saying he asked a doctor, "It's like, why does it take so long for a checkup?" And and the doctor was like, "That it cheapens the craft if we do it in a short amount of time." And I was like, "Oh, really? Huh? That's really interesting because it seems like you guys are really busy around here." Yeah, I was always curious about that. You know, like anytime I got checked up as a kid, you know, go in there, sit in the room. They come nurse in, do comes one thing, in, leave, come back, leave, come. Nurse back. comes in, does something, leaves. It's like. Are you marathon running with patients, or are you just like padding this out? Mm-hmm. Like, why are, are we are we are we getting our money's worth of time? Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't have time to sit around at the doctor's office for an hour. I will say, if you want to see the opposite of that, uh, you need get, uh, go and get drug tested for a job. That shit is just quick in and out. Like they do not have time. That for is people's that bullshit. is really that is really quick. It's really interesting. But no, it was that. it was one of the other cooks, and it's just like. Mind you, this is a person who uh, maximizes break time. He would take his 15 minute paid break, piggybacked on his lunch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, don't tell me. He was also he was also one of those dudes who was kind of a snake and willing to snitch on people and like manipulate his way to get what he wants. And I'm like, oh, don't even try this. <laughs> I wish I had your job. Keep fucking up. You might be down here. <laughs> it was not. <clears throat> I hated working there. It, it was just like. I don't know. I think it's like I think the worst part is like working as a contracted employee in a hospital. It's like you're you're like less than nothing. It's like you don't even work for the hospital. Mm-hmm. Envy in the workplace has always been something that's like crazy, <clears throat> you know, because I've I've been places where like I've applied for promotions and somebody else get it gets it. I don't come back all salty like why? Why not me? This is bullshit. I'm just like eh, next time I yo I could <laughs> in my experience, the least qualified people are always promoted. And it's like mm-hmm. I don't even want that job anyway. See, this thing, most people get promotions aren't based on skill. Mm. They're not. They're, they never are. The best the best workers are often kept out of management, in my experience. Well, yeah, that's 100%. They don't want to take you off of the work floor. Yeah, they don't want to take you off the work floor, and they don't want to have, they, they can't afford to promote somebody who may leave because they have more potential. Mm. I mean, you know, you got a prized racehorse. What do you do? Do you retire it? No, you keep racing it till it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody's like, Man, you're a really fast horse. You know what? You're going to be my mode of transportation for the rest of my life because you're reliable. <laughs> nope. They just keep racing them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something happens that leg and then just you know, take them out back. Yep. That's why I like when I when I first started a manufacturing job, I had no like measure of that. I had no uh, 
idea of the disrespect that would come in a, in a situation like that. Cause I've been, you know, like a self-contractor for like six years. Um, but you know, when I came in, I was just, uh, I was just, uh, work, working, working my ass off, you know, just trying to outpace everybody. Be like, I'm the best at this. I, this is what I'm about. And then like I had left and then wound up coming back. And I was like, I'm not about that this time around. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't get me to destroy myself for you. <laughs> right. Oh, sign out. I'm not trying to bash doctors. I mean, I, I'm just trying to make a point. Like the medical industry works on a really bizarre system mm-hmm. on how it operates. That and I'm pretty sure there are plenty of. Doc- I mean, not that there are any doctors listening, but <laughs> but I'm that'd sure- be cool if doctors were listening. Like, look, if you're a doctor, come on the show. <laughs> but uh, I want to hear what it's like being a doctor. But I'm I'm sure there's plenty of doctors, you know, that work in more uh, metropolitan areas that are, you know staffed back to back and they're just dealing with constant patients a patient after oh patient dude it was patient. wild i remember there was somebody who like called called i was uh, it was i think it was working the girl in the cafe called and asked me to like prepare oatmeal for him because he had like quick run down grab it and then run back up and i think he was like working on like 12 or 14 hours or something like that mm. dude, dude medical shifts are bizarre if you get the wildest schedules they're like there'll be the ones who are like yeah i work like three 14s and then i get like the rest of the week off and i'm like that kind of sounds nice, but that also sounds kind of terrible. Three fourteens. <laughs> I don't know if it was three fourteens. It might have been three twelves. I don't know. It's like, dude, the the way they do shit. It's I like, feel like that's not enough. I feel like it would have been like four fourteens or something. Like I that. don't know. There's no. It's like there's no rules in that industry. Like they just like mm-hmm. there's no really set standards. Like you can literally work anything. <laughs> it's the- you could you could you could like you could have you could be at the shift like a thirty six hour shift and like you got it like you get breaks to nap. <laughs> it's, it's the lawless wild west. The medical industry. <laughs> nobody knows who shift it is we're just here <laughs> that's what it felt like i would just see doctors in and out i'm like would you guys work a normal schedule or do you mm. guys just live here they clock out <clears> when <throat> you're coming in they clock back in two hours later like wait a minute you, you sleep in the hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> <laughs> oh man i couldn't imagine it's either medical sh- <laughs> work at- hospitals are really bizarre it's so crazy i couldn't do it but yeah i never uh I don't know. There aren't many times where I felt jealousy in the workplace. I've only gotten frustrated with the things that ran. <laughs> yeah. Either micromanagement or just general misorganization. Yeah. I mean, um, I've. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a time where I was like jealous of the workplace. I mean, I've been yeah. jealous of people getting jobs that, you know, I wouldn't get if I applied at the same place. I'd be like, how my resume is better than yours. And I've been working consistently. You've been jobless for six months. How did you get this job? (laughs) And then the recruiter's like, oh, well, they needed it more. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, not fair. You know that we could do so much with a UBI. Then that's just one whole like metric that people don't even have to think about. Oh, well, this person needs the job more. It doesn't matter. You know, everybody's taken care of. But that's not what this episode's about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Envy. Fun times. Envy. <laughs> you know, I wonder if it's like envious and like, you know, aside from just being general workforce, I want to like envy in like the professional setting. Mm-hmm. You know, for some reason, it kind of, I kind of default to um, American Psycho with the business cards. Oh, where he is like someone always has a flashier business card than him. He's just like, and then he kills them because of it. 
Is that a watermark? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that bad boy. It's crisp. <laughs> <laughs> like jealous over business cards. I could not. I could not <clears throat> comprehend that. Jealous over business cards. I think that's just, you know. At some point, you run out of shit to be jealous about, <laughs> or or it's like uh, you know you it's like you're wearing like slightly nicer shoes mm-hmm. that might have a different sole or like lining on the inside, mm-hmm. or they might have different so- like really nice socks on. Rich yeah. and successful people are weird when it comes to their jealousy because it's always over silly stuff like <clears throat> what <laughs> you're mad about this, <laughs> yeah, or. <laughs> One thing that's like often portrayed in like uh, media and like television and stuff is like the envy over the brand new like vehicles. You know, oh, I just got this 2020 whatever. Oh, well, so and so has got the 2021 and whatever and blah, blah, blah. It's still new. Like, <laughs> like are, are, you, are you serious? It says less than 2000 miles on it. What's the difference? <laughs> I will never be jealous of cars. Mm-mm. I will. Tr- I'm going to try to drive the one that I have for the next I'm just going to say for the foreseeable future, because I'm not going to I don't want to replace it until it is like dead, dead, you know? Right. I always find it, you know, the crazy is like when people get jealous and they spend more money mm-hmm. to like keep up with like keeping up with the Joneses and like concepts like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, what was that? I, I love the quote. It's like, you know, people spend money they don't have for things they don't need to impress people they don't like. Yep. Never. Understood I will never that. understand. And that's why I live the life I live. Super low pro, super cheap. People be like, yeah. why are you rocking that faded <clears throat> shirt? Because I'm not trying to impress you. This is still a shirt. It still does shirt things. I'm going to keep wearing <laughs> it. It does shirt things. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. It does shirt things. It's a shirt. <laughs> that's why I don't buy a lot of clothes. It's like, no, why am I spending all this money for You know, people who spend money, I think it's wild when people buy a bunch of stuff just to have the options. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like, I an, ex- like whole, an excessive amount. I get the whole variety is the spice of life thing, but you don't need 20 pairs of shoes. That that is always weird to me. Mm. I, unless you have a rotation, like the people who like have the matching hat and jersey to their shoes. Is that <laughs> it's an entire outfit? That's <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say that's just like having a rotation. That's like bordering on like, I don't know, obsessive compulsive. Like everything has to match perfectly with this outfit. Like, Yeah. You can't just get some shoes that go with everything. That reminds me of my favorite sketch the, uh, ever. It was that Key and Peele Hat Wars thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he's like, oh, I got a new hat. It's like, oh, wait. It's like, you still got the tag. It's like, you still got the sticker on it? Yeah. Comes out with the tag on it. And then the next thing comes out, it's like, it's, it's still in the, in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dude comes out with a, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it was King Michael Key. He comes out wearing a um, a display for a hat. He walks over to Jordan Peele. He's got an Asian woman like, crafting a hat on a table on his head that mine's still being made <laughs> brand new oh, yeah. biggest flex of all time man walking around in public with a sweatshop worker on his head <laughs> they, should, they should have walked around with a mini ocean them importing materials <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is me. And then the, 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 the kicker, the final step of that joke is, is a laptop. I'm ordering it. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear yet. It's so new. <laughs> or it's like the, the research and funding to develop a new hat. <laughs> yeah. Mine's still a concept. <laughs> Hat company filing their LLC or S corp mm. papers like this company isn't even around yet. <laughs> At what point do they get to like 
it's two people fucking on top of him. He's like, yeah, they're conceiving the child that will one day conceive the child that will build the company that will make my hat. <laughs> oh, when jealousy goes too far. <laughs> like a, je- a jealousy over clothes is one thing that I will never understand either. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I keep my clothes plain for that reason. Like I'm not concerned with wearing flashy stuff. You know, I don't need a bunch of accessories. One thing I do is like, I'm just, I, I'm not one to buy used clothes. I don't know why I'm weird about that, but I'm just really big. Like if I have clues that have to be new, if you, if you, if you go thrifting, that's cool for you. I just, I'm really weird about wearing other people's clothes. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm weird about it. I just haven't done it. I think the only used clothes I've ever had were like hand-me-downs from family members. Yeah, that's a definitely thing. As, like, as, as a younger sibling. <laughs> but I mean, like then it's then it's like I was there when they bought it. You know, I know it's only been on them. I'm not worried about it. I don't have that. You know, like that's got to be that, that's another spending. thing, too. You know, where it's like the hand me downs thing. It's like, you know, you never get to experience anything new until you get it for yourself. That's mm-hmm. what you know, it's. It's probably why I splurged like the first time that I was like out there on my own. I was like, oh, my, my first big purchase for myself. My first new thing. Fucking mattress. I was <laughs> You're so like, yes. happy. <laughs> I was like, like I it's new and it's fresh. <laughs> I don't care how much it costs. Get it to me now. <laughs> Land the first time. You're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, on that note, I think it's about time for another water break. Mm-hmm. You know, drink some fresh water, not hand-me-down water. This sip salty that it wasn't the first one. Wait, what? I said this sip is salty that it wasn't the first one. And we're back once again. Mm-hmm. Round three. Round three of MV. Now, how... We should probably talk about how to curtail MV. Instead of that, what you should what, what you should do instead, instead of being envious. I mean, if we want to like reduce it to a soundbite, mind your business. But yes, <laughs> yes. That is the most practical advice anybody can give anybody. Mind, get over yourself and mind your business. Those are the two things I'll, that that really sum it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think uh, instead of envy, like like envy of success, other people's success should motivate you. Mm-hmm. Because Definitely. a lot of success nowadays is coming in at very, you know, simple means. I mean, we got technology. Anything's yeah. possible. Anything really is possible. Like I'm- selling feet pics. I will always support people who sell feet pics. I'll say it again. You got an OnlyFans. I'll promote that shit. <laughs> it's like you're not buying the feet pics, but you're some you're supporting it. Uh, yeah, I don't pay for stuff like that. I'm not above it or anything. I just can't justify it in my budget. <laughs> <laughs> if I was rich, I probably would. But anyways, that's besides the point. I think it's like, you know, you know, or be be support instead of being envious, be supportive. Mm-hmm. If you're supportive, that person's more likely to help help get you an opportunity yeah you know i was like if i see somebody's blowing up i mean that's not like my goal is to like be be like not envious of them in the hopes that they turn around and help me out but at at the very least you know i don't want to be known as a detractor 
You know, you don't want somebody to be like, yeah, I came up despite all these people who wanted me to fail and they reference you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, no, it's like, I don't know. There's no, I feel, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like patience is something that you should embody when, when you, uh, when you encounter like your own envy welling up inside you. And I say patience insofar as to be like, all right, like, let that emotion build and subside, you know, and then think rationally on it. That's like, that's one thing I, I live my life by, you know, anytime I like start feeling a specific emotion, I just like distance myself from shit and I wait until it passes. And then I'm like, all right, now I can, now you can re- that you can reintegrate. Now I can think about this. Cause you know, like, I mean, we're human. Yeah. I'm going to be envious of shit. I'm going to be angry at shit. I'm going to be depressed by stuff, but like, I'd rather let my rational mind deal with it. Right. Think anybody's jealous of the podcast yet? I hope so. <laughs> Fucking haters. <laughs> hey, remember when the haters are just reverse fans? Yeah. Fans in reverse. Oh, <laughs> uh, thinking of blowing up. I, I, if I hear that term, I, I instantly think of that riffraff thing. It's like I want to blow up so I can act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Old chain chomp looking ass. <laughs> Ah, what the fuck kind of laugh? Oh my god! Don't be a pro wrestler already. Yo, know, he looks like he'd be a pro wrestler. He's got the perfect character for it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, be be supportive, and that, and that goes all around, like friends, family. I mean, just su- support is the the de- should be the default with mm. anything. You know, don't be jealous just because you don't have something. You know, it's like they worked for it. Honestly, yeah. even if they didn't work for it, I'm not I'm not jealous. I'm just like, man, that's wild. Yeah. But then again, I don't you're, try to involve myself. You're, you're not like, get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> get a real job. Oh, you mean like working for myself? I'm <laughs> self-employed. Yeah, I've been there. So that's why I'm not like. Uh, well, it's one of those things. It's like, get a real job. It's like, oh, that person probably filed for an LLC. They're a company. Mm hmm. That's 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 legally backed. That's as real as real gets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know I, anybody's paying taxes. That's a real job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be supportive, and, and especially in the family. When it comes to being in a family, like be supportive. Don't be jealous. There's no reason to be jealous. For real, can't I can't get behind that energy? <laughs> the jealous, envious mm-hmm. energy of. You shouldn't, you know, it's always unless unless it's like unless they're at where they're at due to nefarious means. Right. Then I'm just like, it's not even jealous. Like if you're being shady, it's like genuine rage. Like if you're being shady about your moves, that that's where Mm. that's where the animosity is going to Mm. really show. It's because you aren't being authentic. Yep. I fucked over all these people. It's like, okay, sweet. I hope you die. (laughs) <laughs> you're an awful person mm-hmm. sir or ma'am or whatever you identify as because it's 2020 yeah or, or in the workplace uh separate separate workplace from your emotions like that's yeah. that's always the thing that's you know it's like you know i've i've caught in that trap before and it's, i'm at a point where i'm just like jobs are just jobs like you, you shouldn't mm-hmm. feel any sort of way like don't attach it any emotion to it like you know the people who it's like you know 
I've come across people who it's like if they don't enjoy their job, like they have to enjoy their job. And I'm, me, it's just like, it's a paycheck. I got better things to do than worry about this place. I don't <clears throat> I don't have to. I'm one of those people who was like, I, it's not that I have to enjoy my job. It's that I like to inject joy into my job, if that makes sense. You know, I can work somewhere and hate it. You know, that, that, so that contracted work that I did, I fucking hated it for all six years. But I still like enjoyed it at the same time, you know, but. I don't know. It's 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 weird like that for me, you know. You're not you don't have to enjoy your work. That's why it's called work. <clears throat> but I can have fun while I'm around my work. I don't, I don't even care about that. Oh, I can work with shitty people in the shittiest place. It's it's money. I got better <laughs> things to do than worry about. I can I can turn that. I can turn that. Like I can leave work at work and home at home. Yeah, some people, some people can't do that. This that's not what I'm talking about. Is like the the divide. More or less, what I'm saying is like. I don't like to devote a period of time to just not being me. You know, it's it's more it's more apt to say that I am a happy person and I like to have that joy around me and I'd rather not shut myself off. Oh, for okay. eight hours a day. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's, I, yeah, I, that's, I, I have no negative repercussions from doing that. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's where I'm coming from. It's like, oh, I can just completely shut everything off. Just work, mm-hmm. work, go home. I mean, I've, I don't work in, I, I've never really worked in large places either. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't have to maintain any sort of, I don't know what you call it. I don't even know where I was going with that. Maintain some sort of decorum. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like, I mean, my, like the department I'm in at my work is small. There's three of us. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, yeah. I don't have to. It's like, you know, it's like, we're here just doing our job, go home. Plus the day just lately days have just been moving by fast. Cause there's nonstop work. Mm. Like, there's no time to enjoy it or like not enjoy it it's just like constantly moving yeah you're just too busy thinking and working i can i can i can respect that too you know if you stay hustling you don't have the time to like relax and have fun and do all that stuff and if you're hustling you don't have the time to be envious mm-hmm. that, you know, that's another thing i think people just need to like get to hustling more yeah like take your mind off it's like if you, if you have that much time to devote your brain power to being envious that's just that's wild I think that's why I don't really have a huge issue with envy, you know, is any time where I have like nothing, you know, and and where I would be idling and getting envious and shit. I just fill that time with something that I enjoy. Right. Honestly, it's like there's no time for me to be jealous. I look at things like I want to aspire to that. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to be this, that I want to have this and this. It's like it's like it's almost like a it's like a goal. It's almost like a, a you know, it's almost like leveling up. Like, how do I level up to that mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, being mad that I don't have that? Go, go out and get it. Let me go get these extra experience points real quick. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll always say that. I, I, OK, I'm envious <laughs> of the fact that the real world doesn't function on video game logic. Oh, it doesn't rely on uh, a mm-hmm. stat metric. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> Why can't um, I just acquire experience points and then level up permanent plus one intelligence? Yes. <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, there is, but there's just paywall behind all of it. A lot of freemium <laughs> games these days or a lot of modern games in general have a paywall. No, I mean, life. I know. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> in the in the concept of paywalls, like we got those. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like you want your strengths to go up, go to the gym. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I wish it could be measured like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like, what like I really it could be measured like your actual stats. Mm-hmm. Like you just have this it, intelligence. It would just make it so much easier for me to get into it. An almost <laughs> Sims esque way of tracking your real your, life your Sims. Life. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. 
I want a little wristwatch where I press a button and it pulls up a hollow display and it's like, these are your exact biometrics. Like, Fuck yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I just, you know, use that, there, man. use that energy for something different. That's what, that's why it's like, I don't like, that's why people share a lot of like negative stuff. It's like, you're really using, you're really using your time to share all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing I don't understand. It's like, you know, <laughs> in a time where it's like, you literally have all the information at your disposal and all these opportunities and you're using it just like sharing memes or sharing like negative things or just sharing all the bad news in the world. It's like, look, we can't feel bad for everything. It's like, why do you want to get depressed all day? Yeah. But that's, like, that's almost a personality over? trait. Mm-hmm. Almost. Like, I mean, literally, real depression is a thing. But yeah, there are people who are out there almost basically seeking it out. Yeah, through social media. Mm-hmm. It's like the gift and the curse of the world. It's the, it's the interconnectedness, man. It's, it's, I, think it's the, I think it's just the price we have to pay for the benefits of the interconnectedness. You know, yeah. the ability to just create a revenue stream because of this, this network of connection. I mean, there's going to be a, uh, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You know, it's going to cut both ways. Right. I was wondering, like, what would be this landscape of mental health if we didn't have social media? I think we, we'd still probably have mental health problems. We just wouldn't, <clears throat> it wouldn't be publicized and it wouldn't be as, uh, it wouldn't be taken as seriously as it is because it wouldn't be seen as such a widespread problem. Well, I, I'm saying more so it's like, would it be more so it's like, you know, would the cases be primarily clinical where there's actually like, you know, a medical issue as opposed to things where it's like, you know, it's the it, it's more your surroundings that are affecting it than as opposed to like here, you're you're the, the chemicals in your brain are imbalanced. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Social meeting took bullying up a notch in ways that we did not foresee. Yeah. Yeah. So social media kind of created. um kind of created the situation where you're never you're never home from the bullies you know especially in like the school structure you know like if you were if yeah, you're, you're a kid, never home you go from to the school you, you get bullied you go home you're like all right i'm safe i'm home like, right they can't go, take my lunch money you get here. home you open up your fucking social media and they're right there still <laughs> on you yeah it's wild yeah it's an interconnectivity it's 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 so wild how the internet it's like such a useful tool is just been used for evil in so many different ways. Hey man, you put any any worthwhile invention or technology in the hand of, hands of chimps and we'll fuck it up some way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um honestly I think to to subside envy, I think the people from a point of success should be more encouraging and helpful to the people who don't have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like what we like we what we what we're trying to develop with the podcast is like you know that's why we you know what brought the guests on we brought on it's like you know we want to show examples like hey you can it, people who are successful aren't anomalies this is just mm-hmm. whoops <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah they're not like you know this isn't some weird inevitability that only applies to a certain subset it's mm-hmm. anybody can achieve anything if you take the right approach it's yeah. just are you willing to be what you need to be in order to get where you want to be. Yeah, I I do think, you know, the the fostering community and the people that do make it is necessary, though. You know, like if I ever blow up big, first thing I'm going to do is turn around and try to help other people blow up because that's just who I am as a person. But like that, that's the mentality that should be out there. You know, the, people can't be envious of, of you if you're helping them get to where you're at as well. Yeah. You know? 
the show blows up and we're famous. So nobody's going to be envious of me because I'm going to be out here like, yo, you trying to be on the show? Or and by, and by how do he, I help and you make your show? Means when. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. When we speak in absolutes here. <laughs> we're not Jedi. Because <laughs> remember, they don't deal with absolutes. <laughs> Uh, cause Sith are about profits, baby. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's almost what it was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh. Well, also, if you want to, you know, if if you want that to be a possibility, the people who aren't in the position to be successful yet, put yourself in a position to where you're going to be worth fostering. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a talent, you know, it be worthwhile. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who want everything but don't do anything to achieve it but then want to be jealous of everybody who has it it's like this weird circle they end up in or it's like it's like it's it's not gonna be good for you either way so you know maybe just like separate yourself from that situation there's definitely some fundamental shit people need to work on before they're in a in a in a position to grow also you know we should probably talk about jealousy in regards to people when you give them opportunities and I'm and this isn't from experience. I was listening to Super Duty Tough Work and they did an episode about um signs of untrustworthy people. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how in the early days of um the label that Blueprint started, Weightless Recordings, they had one of his he had one of his best friends like running the business end of it. And um later he finds out he stole like tens of thousands of dollars from the company and like almost put them completely under, and they were they were down for a little while. But he would talk about all these things that you know resulted of their success that reflected negatively on this person and mm-hmm. they showed it in weird ways. And one of the things was, uh, you know, the, uh, he, he, he said he was, he would give you like weird backhanded passive aggressive comments. Like, you know, he, he would talk about a girly guy's number and his friend would be like, she doesn't really like you. She just uh-huh. gave you a number to just get you to stop talking to her. Uh-huh. It's like, what is that? That is all that is all the wrong energy you don't want or like in your circle, you know? Like me, I can only have the people in in my, in my circle where it's like it, if somebody gives me their number, they're they're going to hit me with the what are you waiting for? Call her right yeah, now. Well, it, was, it was before it's like he didn't know if it was just sarcasm or not. So uh. he just kind of brushed it off. And then there was other things like you know, uh when uh you know, he said uh they'll, they'll count your pockets. You know, he said that uh, he he got a call like, "Oh, I saw you sold out the show. How about a how about a raise?" And he's just like, "No, we, we made an agreement that mm. you would get paid this for doing this." He's like, "Just because it's like you know we made money at the show that they went to, it's like mm. you want extra money." Like, if if you're that concerned with stuff like that, <clears throat> then you need to be very like litigious about it uh, beforehand. You need to be like, oh, "Well, if we if we get bigger than I expect, bigger you know payouts or whatever, then you need to like." Uh, What's the word? Bargain for that, you know, just being like, "Oh, I was dumb enough to not make a smart deal, and now they're blowing up super big." And you're well, it's well, it's, it's also it's uh, well, like, it's also it's a thing where it's like it's like he got he got he, it's like he literally handled the logistics. Mm-hmm. It was like you know handling merch, doing stuff like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. a point where it's like you know it's like he didn't he was basically an employee. It wasn't like I don't think he actually had owner. He didn't have ownership in the company, mm-hmm. so it's like there wasn't any room. It's like you know that's not something people are just going to give out. It's like, he's like, you were paid to do this specific thing. And we agreed upon this. And it was like, you know, there's only so much room for getting extra when he's like, you're only doing one function when it's like the artists are going out really doing the work. But yeah. And then there was a, 
and there was many points he brought up that it was just all these weird things like uh how he was trying to like turn people against each other like he tried like tried turning you know he tell blueprint one thing he tell a logic another thing and they don't know what's really going on because he's handling everything and it wasn't until mm-hmm. blueprint started looking at the books because he just was flat out just not doing anything anymore he was getting emails from customers like hey where's my cd that i ordered two months ago and he's just like what happened and the dude was like claiming he was depressed and just like couldn't bring himself to do it and then i guess it got to the point where he was like i'll just take care of it goes to his house and he has like a little pile of merch and he's like oh i see why they didn't get it because he didn't he didn't reorder anything <laughs> apparently there was a situation where it was like you know it's like you know it, it became a question they were talking about it. it's like you know it's like what did he want to do what they were doing because they're like he rapped he could have put out a record and done this too but he didn't why not I, do people are weird like that it's also, uh, you know, he said, uh, they said they don't want to celebrate with your wins. They don't want to celebrate you with, with you at all. He's like, any win I had, he didn't want to celebrate. But he's just like, you know, they're like, yeah, why would you why would you want to hang around him when you're like stealing money from him? Yeah. He can't go out for your birthday and spend money on you because it's with the money he stole from you. Yeah. <laughs> just wild stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's so weird. And yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he literally almost put the business under. Just because he was just being shady. It was just like, you know, it. W- but apparently there was another situation where it was like he was a dude. It's like, you know, I don't know if it was like when they first got got things going. It was like he was overweight. He lost weight, but he was still insecure. He mm-hmm. was one of those types of dudes. So it's just one of those things like, man, dude, like this is where we have to assess, assess where people are mentally. Because like you, yeah. when you when you exhibit traits like that, it's like it's like you everyone's winning and you, you're you just taking more. You're yeah, stealing for no reason. You know? it, it, that's that's envy unbound. You know, like that's that's when you let that dominate who you are as a person. You know, you he, that person lost themselves to that green monster. That's what that was. Well, and this is the funny thing. It's like this company was paying his bills and he was basically he was almost self-employed. He this was his job was to just run the business stuff. Bills getting paid, making mm-hmm. money. It's like these these people are doing you a favor by including you on something that they, you know, it's like you're a friend. They want to include you in on the success, and you're taking advantage of that and yeah. being really shady. They could have just and paid sc- someone else to do it. Yeah, that's why it's that's that, that's the thing is uh, you know, I I have this policy. It's like you know, I'm only gonna hire friends if I'm 100 okay with firing them if I have to. Mm-hmm. And that, and that makes me not want to hire friends because it's it, is it worth it? Yeah, at some point you're gonna have to be like, look, either you know, tighten this shit up, or you gotta go. But I mean, that's why that's why you just you just assess, you just think very very carefully. That's why I stress patience. You know, somebody's like, hey, I want to work with you on this. It's like, hold on, let, let me get back to you in about a month. Let me think about it. You know what's crazy is they were talking of that episode. Mind you, this was years ago that this happened for them. Mm-hmm. He said that at the recording of the episode, they have not seen him since, and yeah. he's like, he has to be avoiding us. Because it's not a big place. They're they're from Ohio. He's mm-hmm. like, this isn't a big place. He's like, if someone was living their life to the fullest, we would have ran into him at some point. And then there was a later episode down the line where he where, where Prince said that he actually had run into him at a place randomly. Oh, there it is. <laughs> but I was like, when you go years without even running into somebody, it's like, oh, they know what they did. Yeah. They got caught thieving, so they were like, "Well, can't see that person ever again." And I think, and it was, and, and the story came about because there was an article of I forgot which rapper it was was it. I forgot which one it was, but it was some rapper. His brother stole like six figures from him. That's that's something I'll never understand either. It's like stealing from your own family. That's fucked. Especially when they have no, when most of the time they have no problem helping you. Mm-hmm. But you're jealous of what they have. Like, yo, you're part of the family. It's like if so most people don't have a problem taking care of their family. Yeah. It's like, 
but it's almost like it's it's almost like they perceive like they didn't do the work. It's almost like they don't see the work they put into getting the things they have. And it's like, this this doesn't just happen out of nowhere. You don't just get piles of money. It's not like he stumbled upon a piles of cash in the like back alley somewhere where he's got like I mean, garage bags. I wish you like a trust fund billionaire, but that's besides the point. Even 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 then, it's like one thing is like someone set that up to be a thing. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't just happen inevitably. It's not like you walk in this back alley. Oh, those what are those trash bags filled with? You just see like, you know, <laughs> I you, fucking wish. 100,000 non-consecutive bills. <laughs> oh, where did this come from? It's just falling out of, out of the sky in this room. What's going on? It's amazing. You just find like a bag of cash. <laughs> Man. It's like that, uh, that story of, uh, it's like an armored truck or whatever. Back doors blew open on the highway or some shit like that. There was money everywhere. <gasps> Dude turned in a bunch. I'm like, oh, that's a smart move. This man was like, let me turn in 10% of this. <laughs> oh, man. So you don't ask me no motherfucking questions. It's like, it reminds me of that. What was it? Uh, it was the Count Base D interview on Super Duty Tucker where he said, like, uh, when uh, he got approached by Snoop Dogg to work, he called print up and it, it, his idea was like, it's like he called it. It's like an armored truck. A bag fell out. And it's like he needed advice. Like, what do I do? <laughs> it's like if a bag falls out and nobody notices, are you just like, hmm, let me get this bag real quick. <laughs> Bad dude, jeal- jealousy does things amazing things to people, and and it's and it's out of sheer just wanting to just be reckless about someone else's life, mm. you know. And, that, and that's the funny thing is it it's amazing how people all automatically it's like they want things but they don't want to work for them, even if they know the person worked for them. They're just like, why don't I have that? It's like because dog, you didn't pump up your stats, dude. That's that's some sort of like. That's mental gymnastics at that point. If they know that that person worked for it and, and they're, they're still, and they're still like, why don't I have that? It's like, dog, the plan's there. <laughs> like, you know how they got there. If anything, it should be easier for you than them because they they blazed the trail. You just got to walk down it. The fuck? Dude, human psychology is amazing. Mm-mm. It's something we'll never understand fully. Mm-mm. Everybody needs to see a psychiatrist. Everyone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. I hope no one's you know. I hope no one listens. I hope there's nobody that listens to this and feels like personally attacked because they actually feel these way about something. Nah, feel personally attacked. Definitely, one hundred percent feel personally attacked. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have the call. I have to take mm-hmm. radio silence. I'll probably edit this out. And we're back. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. I had to take care of something real quick. Mm-hmm. So to. I guess to conclude this episode, don't be jealous or envious. It's not yeah. worth it. It's bad for your mental health. Very bad. You know, it just keeps you focused on the things that you shouldn't be focused on. You should be focused more on how can I improve myself and put myself in a situation where I don't need to be thinking about shit like this. Yeah. That's pretty much the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, hope, hope everybody's doing all right out there still i mean the <laughs> the state home order here in michigan got extended once again mm-hmm. but i mean who didn't see that coming it's gonna be for a while it's gonna keep getting extended yeah it's yeah it's inevitable i'm surprised it got as far as it did but i won't be surprised if it continues further right i mean you won't be disappointed i mean i mean not in every aspect i think yeah. i think i think your wallet's gonna be happy about it that's <laughs> it, fine you know i'm not really like focusing on that I'm I'm more or less just looking at like, you know, being able to return to a normal lifestyle. That'd be great. 
<laughs> being able to just you know mm-hmm. be a little bit more casual about things or mm-hmm. to see people yeah i mean we can see people but you know i don't know. we want to be able to get out and like interact with you guys in person yeah i want to be able to start up the other projects and stuff I also want people to go back to work so they can like listen to the pot at work. I want to go back to playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> that shit uh, sucks for real. <laughs> I had a good game going. We met like every other week and then this. And I'm just like, you know what? I I saw some online thing. It was like a Wizards of the Coast, like uh, Joe Manginello is like mm-hmm. doing something. Yeah. Like some online D and D thing or whatever. Yeah, I was basically, like, "What?" Basically, you're entering a sweepstakes to like play with them. <coughs> That'd be wild. Mm-hmm. I'd just be asking him questions about stuff that he's been in. <laughs> I'd be I'd be looking for like all those little clues in the game. Like, ah, oh, this you meet a werewolf named LC. I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's your <laughs> dude from True Blood." <laughs> oh uh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I, I definitely want things to go back to a little, little bit normal. I mean, it won't be normal. Going back to normal is going to be really hard. I mean, and we shouldn't probably go back to normal. We should probably like a little, move a little bit forward into better. Yeah. Because normal isn't normal proved to be not good considering yeah. the situation. I mean, look at this as a transitory <laughs> period. Like the, you know? this scenario proved why the old ways are terrible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just takes <laughs> like essentially a plague or any type of crisis to you know really put the fire under everybody's ass and be like well we need to change this yeah definitely be about a different lifestyle after this yeah i don't know all this this is just more motivation for me to be like okay the pod needs to go full-time it's like i need to get my music stuff going too i just want to see all my homies safe and self-employed that's the goal well i mean considering how many people got laid off at your former job mm-hmm. you know all the layoffs that are happening like logan's closing down and all the companies that aren't gonna come back into business like man snap start snapping them feet pics build that catalog or you know like all the people that were like that lost their job in the food industry i mean you still got them recipes up in your head man that company's donezo you can just <laughs> like start your own thing oh uh, i hope there's like a surge in like content creation for, as a result of us mm. <laughs> be like for not say podcast influence me <laughs> i want to be on your list of influences it all started when you said i could just take feet pics and make money uh-huh <laughs> it's it's as much as that is a joke it's like we 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 really seriously support you if you actually do that <laughs> yeah i mean it's not specifically feet pics i want i don't want it to sound like like feet fetishist but like it's <laughs> that idea superimposed onto whatever it is that you're about you know if you, and if you put all your if you put your energy towards that, you won't have any energy to be jealous of people. There's no envy. You want to Twitch stream, make music, whatever. We're behind you. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we can uh, probably sign off. Um. Yeah, it's a good episode. There's something need to be addressed because it's like it, I have a feeling it's probably going on a lot. You know, there's a lot going on right now as far as this topic's concerned, given the way the world is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's everywhere. You know, like like you were saying at the beginning of the episode, the people who are like, oh, why am I not getting paid extra to be an essential worker while they're like at home making bank and stuff like it's not as glamorous as it seems, you know. 
being that I'm on that side of the fence currently. It's also it's like they were forced into that scenario. If you mm-hmm. think about it, like oh they got laid off yeah, or furloughed, like they didn't they didn't, a, <laughs> they didn't know this was an option to happen. I didn't I didn't genuinely have a choice, you know. Like I saw the way things were going, and I was like, I'd rather be at the front of the line than the back of the line. <coughs> but at the end of the day, I was still laid off, you know. Yeah. Well, that's this week's episode. We're approaching the end of the second season. We. We are almost, I have everything mapped out for season three, except for all the interviews we're trying to do for it. Season three. If you guys like this season, dude, next season's going to be bananas. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the tops. We're going to, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's very thoroughly planned. It's almost, most of it's fail proof because it, you know, it doesn't rely on other people's schedules primarily for the, a lot of the other episodes we're doing aside from interviews. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not going to ruin COVID ruined our, this season, so we had to make up things on the spot. <laughs> Luckily, I think the, I think the bonus episodes were a saving grace because people yeah. really like those. <laughs> kind of wild. It's like yo, know, show was like, all right, we got this planned out. Coronavirus. Mm. Damn, I guess we got to figure out some other <laughs> approach. <laughs> I mean, the bonus episodes really showed me, uh, at least me personally, that people enjoy the uh, the more. I don't want to say like less rigid and imply like uh, it's less. Like there was less work put into it, you know, but like the the more lackadaisical, you know, kind of spur of the moment vibe in those episodes. People really, really, uh, really took to that, you know, and uh, I will say next season will definitely it's definitely very structured. But I I think with how I've how, how it's planned out, it's it's going to strike a balance between both. It's not structured in a sense where the episode's going to be a lecture. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it's like even if we attempt, it's like most of these are they they, they kind of turn into lectures, but it's still it's like how can we come up with them on the spot? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I've come up with a format that we are going to use, but it's it kind of strikes balance between both. I, I think you guys are going to like next season. There's, there's a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff. Definitely going to be the most entertainment that you'll get out of this show thus far until season four, and then season four is going to be even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the show for this week. Thank you for listening as always. And as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace.